I'm drinking Coors Banquet, which is my uh, tall can beer of choice. Yeah. Have you seen how Coors has been like um, appropriated by white supremacists and Nazi skinheads? <laughs> no, I have not They'll seen get, that. they like tattoos of the logo and shit. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, really? I, I was looking into it when I was like um, trying to find out if my red shoelaces and braces were like a hate symbol and yeah what that's number one your red shoelaces are with blue boots so to be clear they're not a hate symbol i'm not a white supremacist (laughs) yes that is that is important to note oh does chorus support nazi groups no but nazi groups support cause there was a picture of a guy with a cause tattoo hate symbols database from the adl yeah that's the one that i was on yeah what the fuck all right so this is the adl uh hate symbols database um Coors family skins is the name of a hate group alternate names comrades in our racial struggle that doesn't sound good oh comrades of our racial struggle is Coors. yeah that's the acronym yeah it's the acronym is a racist skinhead group whose members are primarily based in Southern California. They use a logo consisting of an Othala rune um, combined uh, with a runic symbol, but they also occasionally appropriate the logo for Coors beer. <laughs> Honestly, I actually think that's smart if you're a white supremacist because, you know, like you can just be like, I'm really into beer. I actually. just like beer. Yeah. yeah. And like, you can't, it would be very difficult to disprove that It'd be like, Oh no. Well, now I don't feel so great about the Coors Banquet that I'm drinking. Yeah, I think probably don't get like a Coors tattoo. <laughs> just, a, just a second. I gotta, I gotta text my tattoo person. <laughs> Cancel my appointment. Yeah. Um, it was brewed in Colorado. I just, oh, speaking of uh, brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water since 19 or yeah. 1873. Mm-hmm. Um, the Q Shaman hasn't eaten anything in like two to three days in jail he, he was arrested uh, i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i wasn't related to him or anything um but he hasn't eaten anything because they refuse to serve him all organic food and he's like really worried about like the stuff that they're gonna put in non-organic food um wow i think he's got some theories about that so yeah he's been on a hunger strike but not for any reason other than the fact that i'm sure he's got a lot of theories about things a lot of theories. He, theories. He's the kind of person who can who's going to corner you at a bar and just <laughs> talk nonstop at you forever. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's kind of on an accidental hunger strike because he refuses to eat uh, anything that's not completely organic and not organic certified. That's fair enough. Yeah, they should. Is it fair them. enough? They should do something for him. You're right. They should accommodate the Q shaman. That's our hot take. Coming at you. Have you watched any good movies lately? I feel like you were there for the last movie that I watched. <laughs> what was that? What was it? No. Oh my god, it was Aliens. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, that was really good. That movie holds up. Uh, I highly recommend Aliens to anyone who hasn't seen it. If yeah. you have seen it, but it's been a while, watch it again. It's really fucking good. I feel like it's the best of the Alien movies. I. I think I don't hmm. like the first Hard to say. different. They're very different. Yeah. But my favorite of the alien movies, just being entertained by a movie aliens all the way for sure. No question. Yeah. And it does have like a lot of, um, a lot of the same like sort of atmospheric, like tense stuff from the first movie, but it's also got, um, hot dykes with big guns. And <laughs> that's all we watch movies for, isn't it? You trying to push the lesbian agenda into a film? Name one. I feel like name one film Aliens that I've tried to put was kind of my gay awakening, though. So <laughs> the, the, the time we watched it three days ago, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn. Well, should talk about that later. But um, I don't think I don't know. I, I feel like we haven't we haven't watched very many hot dykes with big guns movies. Yeah, but every movie we watch, you try and pass it off as a lesbian movie. No way! Like what? Um, Alright, I feel like when we're watching Fast and the Furious wow. 7, you insinuated <laughs> that the two girls want you were like, I know, 
was that me maybe that was like <laughs> i feel like i don't, wait, I don't remember this push a gay agenda onto every movie that we watched. fast and furious 7 what wait there what were two girls? girls in it and they were both kind of tough and i feel like you were they were fighting and <laughs> oh that's true yeah that was um letty uh played by michelle rodriguez fighting with um fuck it's Hobbs played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson's assistant who's who's like I think she was like an MMA person um originally and they got her to be in that movie and they're like fighting in the tube in London. Yeah. Um yeah, that was very lesbian. Do you disagree? <laughs> I do not disagree. Cool. On the, <laughs> on the record for not disagreeing. So the last movie you saw was Aliens. Yeah. Great movie. What about you? Hunger Games trilogy? Almost finished? Trilogy? No, it's a quadrology. How many? Well, we got Hunger Games. Hunger Games Catching oh, Fire. Split the last one. Hunger Games. <laughs> Hunger Games. Three books, four movies, wasn't it? Mockingjay Part 1, Mockingjay wow. Part 2. Um, I'm halfway through Mockingjay Part 2. Let me tell you, I haven't seen any of these movies before. And I loved every second of them. I think they're great. I think they get better. I haven't seen them since they came out. I'm down to rewatch them again. Wow, you really? I love them. Jennifer Lawrence is is better than she needs to be. She's beautiful. Yeah. Didn't she get like kind of cancelled, or did she not? Did she I don't for remember. what? I can't keep track. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, maybe she did. I thought that was Scarlett Johansson. I always get them mixed up. Why did she get cancelled? Because she was going to tra- play a trans man. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't she also going to play Ghost in a Shell? She she she, she was in the Ghost in the Shell movie. Uh, yeah. I, I love when it. people get cancelled for something. And then, it, and then it turns out, like, the media that they were making that they were going to get cancelled for, like, just sucks and no one saw it. Yeah, it's like, what's the point of, <laughs> All right. you know, if you're going to get cancelled... Do something good with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ghost in the Shell like was a huge failure. The remake. The original one is really good. I've not seen the original. It's a, it's a very trans movie. You gotta see. It's, it's Ghost in the Shell, it's RoboCop, and it's all the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Um... up everybody uh i'm rena and welcome to mosquitoes are happy i'm a little tipsy right now i'm with uh uh the official mosquitoes are happy fashion correspondent lucy dickinson lucy how's it going it's going pretty good how are you going i'm I'm going all right um we uh i think we decided that we're gonna have a bit of a a bit of um um (laughs) you're gonna cut that out (laughs) (laughs) i think we're i think we decided we're gonna have a bit of a, a I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of pun like for like a drunk podcast for like um after the manatee one you've really gone downhill today <laughs> we haven't even gotten there yet <laughs> I'm gonna look forward to it. yeah I guess um but anyway I think we decided we're gonna have a little uh, smash cast and is that all right I don't get it <laughs> Sma- like I'm smashed uh that was like a three out of five um podcast what about i got nothing um and uh yeah so we're we're drinking a couple beverages and we're going to talk about some fun stuff um it's been quite the week with uh you know the old political situation and all um and i was thinking about doing an episode about that covering some of the material of the storming of the capital or whatever but um i don't think i have anything to say about it that other people haven't said um and uh i thought it would be fun to do something that's a little more uh light lighthearted um so yeah we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking about some cool stuff um and i'm got a burp (laughs) (laughs) i should not have drank so much before we started how much did you drink recording the show i mean well i finished this yeah big boy Finish this core's banquet. Which sure is a banquet. 
which has nothing to do with the white supremacist, white supremacist group comrades of our race or something of a racial struggle struggle yeah you're right you gotta put the s in it look it's a big struggle <laughs> being white it is it truly is um you got heat stroke once <laughs> i've gotten heat stroke multiple times Mul- what was the what was the other time yeah that was the time that i passed out on my floor and um Matt had to get me a Gatorade. <laughs> and then and then what was the other time? You um, the other time was uh, Christmas 2017 when I had to lay in bed for like three days and my mom called an ambulance oh. and they had to give me an IV drip. No. <laughs> so that's my personal struggle. Being personal white. struggle. Yeah. I, that's you- more of a like son that I have beef with mm-hmm. than like, you know. Do you think um do you think a lot of people become white supremacists because like get radicalized <laughs> through experiences like yours? Potentially, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Do you think that's why people like okay, for example, we were talking about uh the Q shaman. Yeah. Jake Angeli is his name. Mm. He's an Italian. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um and he's from Arizona. Just very hot, very sunny, very deserty. Australia. Also very hot. Very, very sunny. Whole neozen layer. Do you think it sort of like cooks your brain in, in, a, in a way? Yeah, I think so. Especially because he's wearing a fur hat. I feel <laughs> like that would cook it even more than... Sure. It was like steam it. Yeah, like a kind of slow cooker just baking around in there. Um, Do our, our hats big in Australia? Sun has we got like the Cobra, <laughs> the Crocodile Dundee one, like the one oh, I found on the street that time. Yeah, it's flat. Um, that was another movie that did not hold up well. No, that movie really. We watched that a couple months ago, maybe a month ago or so, that and was painful to watch. Yeah, I, I really liked it in my childhood. Like I thought it was. <laughs> I was telling you about it before, and I was like, I, I I wanted to be like Crocodile Dundee. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, it's not funny. It's not no. exciting. It's it's the problematic, you know, because you rewatch like movies from the 80s and there's always like problematic bits. Yeah. And you're like, oh, OK, I still like this movie, though, like whatever. But that movie didn't have any endearing qualities no. to it. I mean, like it was just like he's very dumb and then it just has all of the like racism and transphobia that you would expect from like a mid 80s movie. And and the added like sort of like element of just Paul Hogan trying to make himself look really cool and like just everyone wants to fuck him. And like, yeah, he's just like he he clearly like wrote the script so that he would seem like a badass. Like, I don't know that I thought that was pretty lame. (laughs) At least it brought you joy at one point of your life. Guess. Yeah, that movie did not hold up. I do not (laughs) recommend that if you're going to watch any movies. Aliens, rewatch it. Yeah. Hunger Games. I I, I haven't watch it. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen how it ends, so I look and maybe it's a terrible I won't ending. Spoil it for you. Please don't. I don't remember. Maybe I should rewatch it. I think you should. It's really great. Um also there's a gay character in this. <laughs> so, speaking of uh being an identity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know where I'm gonna go with this one? Um, I think I do. Yeah. Okay. You've got it up there well, on your computer. Oh, shut up. Um, speaking of being an identity that is marginalized, um, and oh God, speaking of fuck, I I saw a tweet today. Um, I was going around about the Italian X community. Is that a thing? I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was like trolling, but um. Yeah, something along the lines of like, don't call Italian X people white. It's offensive. Wow. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> I need, I need an Italian drop. I need like a when the moon hits the sky, you know, <laughs> or like oh, or like a Nick Cage and Moonstruck, like <laughs> oh my, my hand. <laughs> they took my hand. <laughs> God, that would be good. Um, but no, we do have some uh, a little bit of a uh, Twitter news. Um, it's going to be bad take of the day, a new section or segment that we're we're starting. Is this Twitter news? If it's like um, this is 
a TikTok. If I get it on Twitter, it's Twitter news. Okay. okay. I'm a boomer. Lucy can attest to that. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is a this is a TikTok video um, about appropriation, and I would say it's about the most important kind of appropriation there is: appropriation of goth culture. Um. Do you want to describe just like the visuals of this uh, image real quick, Lucy? All right. Visuals are it's a girl. She looks as white as possible. Little ginger hair. Do you think that's naturally on. ginger or do you think she I think it's it? natural. Okay. Um, I think she darkens her eyebrows. It's a response to a comment saying it's it's a drink. And she says, anyone can drink Monster. However, people should be mindful that it's part of emo slash goth culture. So drinking it slash taking pics with it for an aesthetic, if you're not alt, can actually be considered offensive. So just, so just be, careful. be careful. Yeah. So um, I'm really glad that I saw this because I haven't been being careful and I've been. But I feel like you're part of the goth culture. Am I? I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Kind of goth. I just I I feel like I like gothy stuff, but I feel, I feel like, like you're pretty like you're punk. But I feel like there's a big crossover between punk and goth. I think so too. Look, I I agree. Um, but I feel like you think emo so. You think I should have a say? Very different. I feel goth. like emo and goth. There's like some crossover there, but this is a this is an interesting one because um, it's lumping together emo and goth in a way that that. I haven't seen since like 2004. Yeah. Um, and then alt as well as a sort of, what do you, what well, would I you feel like? Isn't it kind of acting like alt is an umbrella term for emo and goth probably covers scene as well. Maybe a couple of other. Okay. What's the difference between scene and emo? I feel like scene is way more colorful. I feel like, um, I don't know. I mean, as someone who's like not super, into the culture i don't know what music they all listen to I feel oh like i i, I know what scene like, music um, is like yeah it's like it's like um my chemical romance is quite emo. I, that's like more emo like yeah. that's gonna be straight like it depends it, on it was kind of like paramore back in the day was it i don't know okay so here's here's what i would Were break down music wise kid no i was never a scene kid i've never seen kid were you an emo no no when I was like little, little, you were very punk. You had your mohawk. <laughs> yeah, but before I was punk, I was like pop punk. You know, mm. pop punk. Like I could be like I could be mistaken for like emo. You know, like around this. And we're talking from like 2005 era me. Um, but like I was very like I was like stupid skate punk, um, pop punk. Like could be mistaken for emo. Did you have a crush on emo girls? Yes. Yeah, I could see that for you. Yes, I did. <laughs> I exclusively had crushes on emo girls, but with, there's no, I don't know. No scene girls went into scene? No, because, okay, so where where I was from in, in Rochester, New York, where, yeah. I, where I was born and raised, where I spent most of my days, there, the difference between, like, emo kids were a little more, like, indie, you know, and, like, my, my, wear like cool hoodies and just have like messy hair like and just like listen to sad music like my chemical romance which yeah. is honestly just pop punk but like for sad goths <laughs> um but but also sort of like more interesting music taste where scene was very like um like atriu do you remember that band i have no idea what <sighs> It was very like screamo, you know, scene yeah. was screamo, whereas like emo was um, a little more diverse, I think, where it came from. And like scene kids would have the the, the hairdos that were very like straightened yeah, I feel and like crazy. There were a lot of scene kids in Newcastle, Australia, where mm -hmm. I grew up. And I feel like one of my friends yeah. became a scene kid and we had a falling out. And so I was always real like anti scene. I was very yeah. like beach girl back in the day, that era. Yeah, I think I was pretty anti-scene too. Um, I just like didn't get it. It seemed pretty clowny to me, like in a way. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. But anyway, this doesn't have anything to do with being seen. I feel like I see you. Went. I don't remember them being that into like monster energy drinks, though. I feel like no. maybe that's a new thing. I I 
I don't even remember if Monster Energy drinks existed when I, I was like a the kid. Big energy in Newcastle, like they'd all sit outside like this one Seven Eleven and they drink Slurpees. That was the culture you'd be appropriating, I guess. In in Rochester, in high school, that's the Seven Eleven and Monroe Avenue, like down by the Bug Jar, like near that McDonald's. Like that's where all the punks used to just like sit around and drink Slurpees and. There really um, wasn't much to do when you're underage, hey? No, especially in like a small town like that. Yeah. There's nothing. We used to go to like, we used to go to Wegmans at like 2 a.m. Buy a bunch of snacks. Um, and then have a bonfire. I used to drink goon sacks in a park. What's a goon sack? It is, um, you know how you get a box of wine? Mm-hmm. When you take sure do. the bag or the sack out of the wine, <laughs> it becomes. So you're like desacking it? I, I mean, like you would normally, you even if you drank it in the box, it would still be a goon sack. Mm. It would be a box goon sack. A uh, shelled. <laughs> it's like, pista- it's like a pistachio. Like, yeah. Shelled or deshelled. Would you like your sack shelled or deshelled? Yeah. yeah. You put the goon sack in the goon scrotum. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so that's my culture. If you're out there, like taking aesthetic pics of Monster Energy drinks. Unless you are alt, in which case. Obviously, of course. You're free to do so. In which case you can say the word, you know. Yeah. If you're alt, you can pretty much say the N word. Um, <laughs> definitely going to cut that one out. Um, Did you say M word or N word? <laughs> N word. <laughs> And <laughs> we're like monster. <laughs> no, no, that would be way funnier if I said that. Though. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. So, this is some more news out of Florida. So, uh, this comes to us uh, from the great state. The sun? Sh- no, that's uh, California. What's the, what's Florida? The one? I don't know why you're asking me. Yeah, it's a good um, question. No, I don't know. Cool. The United States Fish and Wildlife Service is searching for information on a person or persons responsible for the harassment of a manatee discovered Sunday in the headwaters of the home. <laughs> oh no, the Homo Sassa River. <laughs> well, I didn't really read that the first time. <laughs> Homo Sassa. <laughs> Is this you pushing, pushing your gay agenda? Pushing <laughs> this river. Look, I didn't name this river. The Homo Sasa River could be Hamasasa. <laughs> anyway, the harassment of a manatee discovered Sunday in the headwaters of the Homo Sasa River. I'm homosexual. <laughs> No. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Tough crowd. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, hey. Stop laughing. This is really serious. It is actually quite serious. <laughs> it's actually pretty fucked up. Uh, the animal had the word Trump scraped onto its back. I saw a picture of this. I don't recommend looking into it. It's, it's really horrible. It's pretty upsetting. Um, the seasonal influx of the West Indian manatee is well known along the nature coast. So this coast is called the nature coast, which I have never heard of before. Did not know. I feel like all coasts are nature coasts in a way. I don't think so. The slow-moving, warm-blooded animals seek sanctuary in the spring-fed rivers. (laughs) The slow-moving, warm-blooded mammals seek sanctuary in the spring-fed waters along Citrus County's coastline, making them accessible to swimmers and boaters. Laws protect the animals from harassment by swimmers, and those operating vessels. Um, it should be noted that manatees are an endangered species. Um, so, yeah. While I do not recommend carving Trump, what would you carve into a manatee? What would I carve? Hmm. I wouldn't carve anything into a manatee. This is an anti-manatee carving podcast. Cool. Say- anyway, it's been my experience <laughs> that this is very out of character for this community. Uh, Kavana said, wildlife conservation is a core value in Citrus County. That's why it's called the Nature Coast. I feel like carving things into animals would be kind of like New York vibes, but probably not the word Trump. 
Like I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Not. No, it would probably be. It would. What would it be? It would probably be a SoundCloud link. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. This one's interesting too because you got to think that like it would be the Monster Energy Drink logo, which you uh, apparently can't do unless you're emo or goth. But yeah, someone would have had to go down with like diving gear and a knife. Or they would have caught it. I don't know. There's like... Oh, so you think, you think they caught the man? I assume they caught it when you sent that to me, but hmm. I mean, diving gear kind of makes more sense. So you, you think they pulled it up? Oh, this is so fucked. It's definitely dead? No, it's still alive. It's still... Yeah, like, it maybe. It doesn't look like it would kill it. Yeah, it doesn't look that deep. Oh. I don't know. That doesn't look alive to me. It does look alive. That's just what they look like. Ew. <laughs> it looks really gross. I didn't think they were so, like, barnacle covered. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think I'd want to eat one <laughs> after seeing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> manatee do's and don'ts. Look, but don't touch manatees. Do not pursue or chase a manatee. Never poke, prod, or stab a manatee with your hands. If a manatee avoids you, do not chase the animal for a closer view. Well, this is really nice. This is kind of just like ground rules for, for anyone. <laughs> Keep hands and objects to yourself. Don't attempt to snag, hook, hold, grab, pinch, um, hit, or ride a manatee. Should I make this into an Instagram infographic? <laughs> <laughs> Each of these should be a different slide. Avoid excessive noise and splashing if a manatee appears nearby. The manatee may be resting and may surface without being aware of your presence. This is like same, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard same. If the site allows, you, <laughs> if the site you visit allows in-water activities near manatees, use snorkel gear and float at the surface of the water to passively observe manatees. Same. 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 Just a couple of water signs. <laughs> the sound of bubbles from scuba gear or other devices may cause manatees to leave the area. Same. Same. So it's fucked up. Don't do that. Uh, let's get a big, get a big, um, anti-endorsement going for manatee carving. Let's see less of that in 2021. No. One is too many. Don't carve a manatee. Carve <laughs> carve a pumpkin. Carve, carve some pumpkin. turkey. Turkey? Carve carve a sick bowl on your dope ass skateboard, my guy. Don't carve a manatee. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be moving on to our uh final segment here. Um this is gonna be called Toot or Boot. Do you wanna explain uh to the audience what Toot or Boot is? Like I've never, I'd never heard of it before, before you said I'm it. I'm surprised. It's a very, like, I, I mean, it's very, like, RuPaul's Drag Race energy of, like, judging someone's outfit. Toot is good. Boot is bad. You hear, uh, you heard, mm. you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, you actually didn't hear it here first. But... It's hard to say. It's fucking hard, man. You heard it here first, Hervalks. <laughs> you heard it here for her. You're not going to hear anything here, folks. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to do a new segment called Tutor Boot. Um, and we're going to use as our uh, eligible tooties or booties. Um Important characters from last Wednesday's uh, siege on our democratic institutions. <laughs> um, the the sort of the the tack that 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 almost brought down the beautiful glimmering castle of democracy that is the United States of America. A lot of a lot of interesting looking folks came out uh, and stormed our capital, and we just want to want to take a look yeah. at them, see uh, see whether we would toot them or boot them. Yeah, I just really appreciate the fact that they like got up in the morning and they were like, this is the outfit I'm going to wear today. This portrays my ideas. This shows who I am as a person. Absolutely. And I think, look, a lot of these people probably did not know how, particularly how much news coverage this event would get. And I, d I, I knew this event was happening and I was going to follow it, but I also did not know. You predicted it more than anyone else. Everyone else. No, like, I feel yeah, like you were right on this. You were like, something big's going to happen tomorrow. And I was like, in, I don't know what you're talking about. In the sphere of sort of like tracking white, right? Well, uh, <laughs> tracking right wing politics. 
uh, everyone sort of had their eye on it, but I don't think anyone imagined that it would it would be the kind of no. like press hullabaloo that it was. So I, I can't imagine that the participants knew like how much how much press coverage they were going to get. And so therefore, I think that like a lot of people didn't really realize that this would be the outfit that they would be known for perhaps exactly. for the rest of their lives. Like a lot of these people are in fucking jail now. Um, a lot of them are no fly lists. That's um, kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, look. I've got opinions about this whole thing, but I, I don't I don't think that it's not funny that um, that folks who's from the Capitol are like crying in airports look, because they're realizing their names I'm are no fly lists. I'm not here to go any where beyond that politically. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think I think what makes this interesting, like from a fashion outfit perspective <laughs> is that a lot of these people did not think they would they didn't think this rally would would make the news any more than the next trump rally did yeah and they and they certainly did not think that they were going to be photographed inside the capitol also, building like all of the blm protests it was like wear black head to toe don't be identifiable and these guys are like i'm gonna wear like a literal like nazi shirt and I'm going to be photographed in it, you know? Absolutely. I, I think I think the one thing that united every single person in this protest was was that they made no effort to cover their identity. Yeah. And I think a big part of that was was that... Um, was that they're not wearing masks, they don't believe in coronavirus? They're not wearing masks, so they don't believe in coronavirus. Um, they didn't really think that this would get the kind of media attention that it did. And, like, honestly, like, a lot of these people probably would have been able to just kind of slide away from a lot of this stuff mm. were it to not have been like a media event because of like the breaching of the capital like it would have been just like a trump trump rally yeah. and like whatever um but i also think that um they're unprepared because they they'd never succeeded in any kind of organized illegal action like this in the past like blm protesters all summer had been sort of like organizing and working towards stuff and and, yeah. and training and like especially in like you look at places like portland or even like new york protests you know these are people who are out every night like kind of figuring out the best tactics to to keep protesting and like keep disrupting without being caught and identified and arrested you know um and these motherfuckers had never really done that before they just gone to a bunch of trump rallies and like hung out you know without masks at applebee's and <laughs> shouted at their waitress like you know this is not something that they're particularly used to um so i think that's what makes their fashion particularly interesting is because all of them seem to be pretty caught off guard yeah in whatever outfits they happen to be in um and the contrast between those outfits and the capitol building itself is is uh aesthetically pretty good pretty good so we're gonna start off on um on a bit of a bit of a, a chill note so this is a picture of a man named richard barnett he's 60 years old he's from gravette arkansas um current status arrested he was arrested yeah. um this was the man uh again richard barnett you can google him if you want some images who uh i believe he is an out and out white supremacist uh, he said he's ready to die I feel for. Like the at this point, they're all out white supremacists. I think in a way. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's the case. Actually, I think that a lot of them are. I mean, I would imagine that most of them are latent Just, white like, supremacists, run of the mill racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't. I think a lot of these people would have a hard time admitting that. You know, like I, I think they're all in a way like could be classified as white supremacists. But I think a lot of people would bristle at that thought and like maybe like not include that as part of their identity yeah. and this dude is fine with it um good on him i guess i don't know i don't know what's better like hi no. hiding it or, or neither you know it's good neither is good neither, neither is good <laughs> just it's a, let the record show it's a boot and boot i'm against <laughs> cut it out cut it out <laughs> someone who's had heat stroke twice um white people are not the master race i fucking promise <laughs> like oh god i can tell you yeah i guess someone who's got like a chronic <laughs> disease that only like white ass nordic people get like we're just we we're built different in a bad way like it's it's very so bad good. we're not the master race like i, yeah. I am living proof i can tell you now yeah, yeah. um so anyway, this dude uh, said he was uh, 
uh, prepared to die for uh, the cause of stopping the steal. I mean, he's in like classic dad look, very unassuming. Um, we got the blue jeans, white shirt, it's kind of like a sneens combo almost, but they're more of a work boot moment. He's got his like flannel. He's got his like polo shirt. He's wearing a cap. That's not the see. That's not a polo. I would say that's a corduroy. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know. Uh, yeah. And then he's got the t-shirt underneath. Yeah, he does have a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah he's got. Is that a gun in his waistband as well? I, I I bet you that's a taser. I'm gonna give it a boot personally because I feel like he hasn't made enough of an effort. This is a big day for everyone, and he's just gone full like dad at the mall energy. He's definitely got daddy dom grinder vibes. Hundred percent. He's the kind of like guy that would be like down low. You know, I'm not gay. I'm married with kids, but I'm still gonna like fuck a fourteen year old twink. You know. He's definitely yeah, absolutely. Um, he's got that sort of like white, white, nicely trimmed facial hair. He's not. He's not the ugliest person I've ever seen yeah. for a sixty year old. But he's um, style wise. Um, I've seen outfits that have the same elements, but are put together in a much more coherent way. You know? Yeah. So that's going to be boot for me. That's two votes for boot. You know what that means. Nah, well, he's just a little kick in the bum. We're booting him. All right, <laughs> moving on. We have Adam Christian Johnson, 36 years old, from the wonderful state, the wonderful manatee carving state of Florida. Um... This man, I'm sure y'all have seen his picture. He, he is a podium guy. So with the podium, we've all seen the eBay post selling it. Is that real? I don't know. I've backed it up. Uh, right in uh, at uh, mosquitosarehappy at gmail.com. If you have any Did information about that. to bid on the podium. <laughs> uh, if you want to send it to my apartment, um, I will give you my address um, in lieu of a Patreon or PayPal link, just send me that podium. Thank you. Um, yeah, so anyway, this is, uh, you know, he's smiling, posing for a picture. He's got a podium in one hand, waving with the other. Um, his status, unfortunately for him, <laughs> arrested. He's been arrested. That suggests that they took back the podium. I would imagine they took back the... I would imagine the first thing they did when they arrested this guy was like, hey, yeah. we're, we're going to need gonna that arrest back. you, but you can, like, keep the podium. <laughs> keep the podium. Your eBay's going off right now. Um, oh, God. I can only imagine. This also, guy has gone hard. He's, like, carrying it out. He has, gives no fucks. He's smiling at the camera. He looks so happy. But like, what are you going to do? Like, fucking put that in your boot and drive home? Like... Boot, boot means uh, trunk for all you American <laughs> listeners. Thank you for getting up to translate you. Thank you. Uh, speaking of boot, how do, how do we feel about this guy? Are um, we tooting him or booting him? So this is oh, oh, sorry. First explain what he looks like. Outfit. He's got a knitted beanie that says Trump across it with a little red, white, and blue pom-pom on top. He's got I like the pom pom, and the, and he's got a little badge like right on the front. This is forty five because Trump is the forty fifth wow. president. Yeah, I mean that's kind of quite like you know that I feel like a beanie is like oh I'm just like settling down in front of the fire. It's not like I'm going into storm the capital today kind of energy. Again, this guy seems like he had no no plans to yeah. do this, but he was just like oh fuck it, I'm in. Fuck it, I'm in. Then otherwise, he's got his blue jeans. He's got his, like, quite average-looking kind of, I'm a Bushwick. No, more of a, like, I'm a Williamsburg graphic mm, designer. Exactly. Kind of, like, peacoat almost. And then it looks like he's got some kind of an American flag around his neck. Maybe a scarf. Yeah, maybe I think it looks like a scarf beanie. to me. So, I'm saying, like, He's got kind of longer hair for a dude. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's also a ginger. Like, he's, um... I feel like it's definitely, like, Williamsburg graphic designer energy I could see for him. Absolutely. If you put on some, like, Wayfair, like, <laughs> glasses. <laughs> if, you, if he was in Wayfair, he would be... He would be the fucking bass player in, like, the most 
mediocre, boring psych rock band yeah. that plays at Pine Box. Like, you know, like the girls have been warned about him, but yeah. he's still like, oh, he's in a band, so he's kind of cute. Kinda yeah, cute. and like, yeah, you like you see <laughs> you see him because you're there for like happy hour, and his band yeah, is yeah. playing on a Tuesday. But like, he he thinks that he's like a god among men. Yeah, he's like holding a bass and doing that same expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like a softer yeah. boot for me, but it's still a boot for this look. I look. Are you going to toot him? I guess if we're including a podium as an accessory, that brings it into a toot for me. I was going to say, I, I was going to be, a, I was going to do a soft boot for him, but the, the fucking balls on this guy to steal a podium. I do appreciate like a really, really <laughs> extravagant accessory. So I guess if you're going to include stealing things as an accessory, then yes, I'll give it a toot. You know what? We'll say that. We'll say that's like um, the sort of Flava Flav clock accessory. We'll yeah. <laughs> we, we'll we'll allow it to to be included. I think if he's if he's holding that podium, which looks great on him, honestly, it does. Yeah. Um, I would I would say, um, I would say a toot for me. Um, do we do we want to toot this guy? Yeah, toot him. Uh, he'll be our first toot. All right, that's a toot. Um, I just feel like we got some good ones coming up, though. But... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to pee again. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, be right back, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on our toot and boot list is uh, this. This might be, you know, the, the face the of the insurrection. celebrity to come out of that moment. I think so, too. I mean, how could he not be? He fucking nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, we're talking about the Q Shaman. Uh, Jake Angeli is his name. This guy's from Arizona. I don't exactly know how old he is, but he looks to be in his mid-30s. I'd say late 20s, maybe early 30s. Maybe late 20s. Have you seen the photo of him without his like makeup and get up? No, I haven't. I feel like makeup really makes a difference. Not good out of makeup. Lucy, be honest. Were you in some way... (laughs) thirsting after the Q shaman <laughs> you cannot get me cancelled in this way no no I said um, he was a himbo <laughs> <laughs> I dude the, the thirst for the fucking Q shaman online um I know yeah is is uh, let me see him without makeup before I answer this <laughs> just wait for it wait for the no makeup oh. there we go <laughs> folks this is the Q shaman oh, with no makeup he's got like a halo that's a dream catcher <sighs> Oh boy! If he, uh, if you're if you're listening to this episode, um, you're interested in the Q Shaman. Um, I highly recommend the latest uh, QAnon Anonymous podcast. They go into um, the aesthetics of the Q Shaman's tattoos and their uh, meaning. I feel like that was like a big thing in like kind of Australian sharing that there was like a cop that had one of the same tattoos as him because interesting a big thing about like cops in australia being also white supremacist yeah yeah that's a and, that's a nice yeah. thing that we share yeah it's really nice cross-cultural but yeah he's got a bunch of like thor and odin tattoos essentially yeah. um but yeah the episode's great and they have like a medieval uh history scholar on to talk about like what his tattoos actually mean and like what, what people interpret them as. Can you sum up the podcast in like two sentences. The Q Shaman's sort of lore is even more muddled and confusing than that because he's got the Viking horns, um, but he's also got a sort of like quasi Native American yeah, headdress. Definitely like Native American. <sighs> vibes yeah so it's it's very confusing and and we do in this oh god in this fucking picture of him with without his um with his without his makeup uh which you can get if you just google image um q shaman he it, we have another dream catcher like a hatchet um some feathers it's very like native american vibes yeah. again so he's culturally appropriating all over the place he doesn't seem to yeah have any sort of consistent organic food only pick and choose what <laughs> cultures you're gonna have um so yeah uh let's uh let's let's go let's go ahead and describe his his sort of get up can we get a full body image because i feel like we sure can pants were quite important as part of the look because like <laughs> yeah it's like he's kind of got these chinos on but the fact that they have like it's not even like an elastic waistband. There's no kind of like 
fly detailing. I don't know. Yeah, these these pants are super confusing to me. And they're they, awful. They're so awful. They don't seem to have a waistband. Um, There's no waistband. I don't know how he's holding them up. And he seems to have like um, kind of like dirty vans on almost. Yeah. Like what are those skate shoe. shoes that had the E on them? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Um. But yeah, very very dirty black skate shoes. Is that guy next to him wearing Yeezys? Yeah. I don't. I don't know That'd what Yeezys look like. Strange shoe choice. Um, but okay. <laughs> he's also got like um like skiing gloves on. It looks like nice yeah. nice little I mean, bullhorn. I feel like the highlight is the headdress though, like the fur. It's almost a dual sided Davy Crockett hat. Um, and then we've got Viking horns coming out of it. Um, we got face a, paint, a American flag pa- face paint. Um, it's kind of it's like not really American flag. I think it's supposed to be though. Yeah. I appreciate that he did this kind of like kiss moment in American flag colors, like shook it up a bit. I mean, that's his classic look. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it's not just the storming of the Capitol. Like when he goes to Q conferences, when he yells at strangers at a mall, this is his, like, that's, he always yeah. looks like this. Honestly, I feel like it would be a really good look, but it could be better if he changed his pants and shoes. I feel like that's my only issue with it. The pants and shoes are rough. It looks like he got these, um, they look like, you know, like cotton, like sleeping pants that he got from a head shop and like, yeah. you know, um, made out of like organic hemp and just like, yeah. do you think he made them? Maybe that's it. You can kind of see his dick. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> <laughs> Look, still gonna toot him. You're gonna toot him? Because at one point, I thought he was a himbo. I'm gonna boot him. <laughs> what's the... What's that, What's the deciding factor? I don't know. Uh, Lucy is our fashion correspondent, so we do have to take her advice on all fashion-related issues. Yeah. We're gonna We're gonna toot this guy. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, going into the next guy. Uh, this is Eric Gavelic Munchel. Uh, he's a 30 year old from Nashville, Tennessee. He's an Air Force veteran, like many of these people, uh, veterans of the armed service. Um, his status, unfortunately, folks, he's not on the market. He is arrested. Um, in in other in other terms, you might have heard of this guy as is is the zip tie guy. Um, for because he's holding a giant handful of zip ties, um, but his outfit, uh, his outfit is very. Uh, I mean, it's I something like he dressed well for what he was trying to do on mm-hmm. this day. Kind of like that anti for super soldier energy of being like, oh, you really came prepared. <laughs> this zip tie dude seems like the only the only guy that I saw in the news who. Um, was really dressed for the job. You know, yeah. you know they say, dressed for the job that you want, want. not the job that you have. have. Yeah. yeah. If you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And this yeah. this guy seems to really love. Um, storming capitals, storming capitals, zip tying folks. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was definitely ready for like whatever the day threw at him in yeah. case he had to, like, handcuff up to like 20 hostages i feel like he would have been prepared for that there's a lot of like the guys who just showed up wearing like you know a hoodie or animal skins right like i'm i know what i'm coming for i'm wearing my like bulletproof vest my face is covered my head is covered i'm wearing cargo pants with many pockets to fit more zip ties in maybe he looks like yeah he looks like you know a, a, a classic sort of um uh like um malicious soldier you know and i i here's the thing look i don't like this guy more because of that like i i, I probably like him less because of that because he seems much more like like a competent fascist uh, i mean he's an air force vet he knows what he's doing yeah for sure um and and that makes him probably like more of like an actual enemy but i also like there is some sort of like at least this dude is like there's some honesty about it whereas like yeah. a lot of these people storming the capitals really truly seemed like they 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 I feel like a lot of the people looked like they had just wandered in off the street but he's and like they, they he, truly did he did not come to play 
he knows what he's doing. And here's the thing. If you believe that you are storming, storming a capital to overthrow an election, to launch some sort of political quote unquote coup, even though I don't believe it's really a coup. But if, if that's what you think in your heart of hearts, you should be dressing like this guy. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're being honest with yourself and if you're not dressing like this guy, then you're sort of tacitly admitting the, to the world that that it's a it's a fraud. It's all for it's well, all for image. Like dudes wandering in without shirts yeah. and it's like. Why are you not wearing a shirt? You don't even you don't really believe in this if if that's if no. that's what you're coming in like. And that's you know, so I, I sort of Unless they are kind of that like I'm indestructible, the world is ending, I'm just gonna like charge forward to Valhalla wearing this only a fur headdress and fucking tracksuit pants okay maybe that's my point is that those people seem the most delusional to me yeah whereas this guy seems delusional like on a political perspective because this dude seems to be like some sort of fascist but at least he's on a very practical level like prepared for what yeah he's he's coming in to do i feel like i've tooted too many of these outfits here's the thing i'm gonna boot him because aesthetically because aesthetically he doesn't look good and and politically he seems like one of the yeah. more reprehensible folks mm-hmm. there but like again look if you think you're starting a civil war well, then dress like you're like starting a civil grandpa war grandpa behind him as well with his backpack on his front like he's going to new york for the first time <laughs> yeah google eric gavelic munchel uh, a zip tie guy and we got we got some dude wearing like a medical mask with his nose sticking out <laughs> which is if you've ever been to uh, anywhere in New York, you will know that that's the style. If you've ever been on <laughs> the subway with me at peak hour this afternoon, coming home from work, oh, very familiar with that concept. Yeah, that's a fun. That's a fun time. Uh, worth worth checking out. But this is gonna get a boot from me. Um, Let the booting commence. Let the booting begin. <laughs> Close. Sorry. <laughs> so this next photo is another photo you may have seen. Um. This is Aaron Mustovsky. This guy's from Brooklyn, New York. Um, don't exactly know how old he is, but he seems to be he's he's the second person in furs that day. Um, a sort of Q shaman junior, although I don't know if this is a Q guy. Um, and it's sort of, to me, it seemed like one of those things where you show up to a party and you're wearing the same outfit as someone else there and you're like, fuck, like she looks so much better in that than I do. Um, this this Aaron Mustovsky guy must have showed up, saw the key shaman and, and said to himself, oh, well, fuck, like this guy clearly is doing what I'm doing, but just so much better. I'm not going to lie. I think this is my favorite outfit of the day. Really? Yeah. And why is that? So for me... The combination of, like, the fact that he looks like a huge nerd. <laughs> He's got his, like, round, like, wireframe glasses on. He looks dorky as hell. He looks like he's at a renaissance fair. Yeah, but then it's like he's wearing this kind of dress that's, like, made out of deer skins, it looks like. It looks like deer he skins, He looks like, yeah. um... <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant when he like skins a bear and then wears it as a poncho but then on top of that he's wearing this police outfit and I really respect that like contrast of like natural fabrics plus police armor but then also having like a walking stick made out of like a branch plus like a clear police shield that he looks like he's kind of found in the street that day and that looks scared as well yeah that's uh i think he was interviewed and someone asked him where he got this it's a police riot shield um and he i think he, like, i think he was like oh, i just got on the ground which was on the ground yeah oh my gosh <laughs> what am i doing it's fine sorry guys i just spilled beer on rainer's keyboard <laughs> Sorry. Well, anyway, what were you what were you saying about this guy? This beautiful baby boy. I just think it's like a hard toot for me. Like, look at him sitting there. He's like got a fox on his head. He looks terrified. He's holding a large stick. He's behind a riot shield. He looks like he's just a sage that's wandered in <laughs> off the street and into like 
uh, storming of the capital and he doesn't really know what he's doing there, but he's going to get really involved because, like, it's kind of fun, you know? He he does look like um, a dungeon master for a D&D game yeah, who gets, 100%. like, very dressed up for it and, like, super into it. Yeah. Um, but then with a little bit of a, of a police bulletproof, bulletproof vest and a riot shield. Oh, yeah, that's like, how did you get those? You've, like... Wandered in from the forest, but you're—he seems like someone who did, like, had a really weird shroom trip, and then yeah, just like, ended up just here like one day. woken up like after like a <laughs> four-day bender, being like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" <laughs> he in this picture, he's pictured with um the the uh, you know the now infamous dude who's waving the Confederate flag, um who's from Alberta, Canada. Um, you really know all the characters from this. <laughs> moment it's beautiful the only other the only other drama that i know as much about as far as like characters and like um background goes is the l word um this is my this is my right-wing white supremacist political yeah, L this word. Is, is all you like is lesbian media or political things revolving around QAnon. <laughs> This dude's father is, uh, his name is Shlomo Mostovsky. He's a prominent uh, modern Orthodox figure in Brooklyn. Uh, our hometown baby. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. Sorry, I had to burp. And uh, this guy's dad was the former president of the National Council of Young Israel. He was elected to the Kings County Supreme Court last January with the backing of the Brooklyn Democratic Party. If you want to get to know more about him... He hasn't been arrested. This guy. Really? Yeah. He is uh, a single baby. Wow. If anyone finds him on Tinder, please send through a screenshot. Uh, so our next picture. Wait. That was a toot from me. For oh, him. oh did shit. We not, did we not toot him? <laughs> oh, shit. We got to toot this guy. Yeah, it's going to be a toot from me. Hot I toot. like this guy. Um, Real, real enigmatic. Um. A flawless look cool too <laughs> all right moving on real quick i like this one gilly suit man so i didn't that's know what it, big tampa florida vibes yeah, not that i know what that's like no, but you, i can you know imagine that's like. you, i know what ghillie suits are like i i don't i didn't know what ghillie suits were but this dude is just wearing a full ghillie suit and a trump 2020 hat <laughs> um he looks like um like to describe a ghillie suit he looks like between like a swamp monster and if you put like a trump hat on like a nug of weed or something <laughs> i think it looks like halfway between a swamp monster and cookie monster yeah um his his name is joe he's 47 years old it's from tampa florida surprise um he says if joe biden's win is certified today that we are quote unquote going to keep fighting and we're all going to band together for america this is like if the Muppets were like kind of racist and came to a Trump rally and it's like, okay. I'll be honest. I think the Swedish chefs, absolutely racist. Who? The Swedish chefs. I've not watched it in a while. Oh my God. I was going to, are, are we going to toot or boot that one? Um, He's going to be, he's, mm. I feel like I've tooted too many. I'm going to boot this guy because it's, uh, at for, okay. At first, it looked like swamp detritus, and I thought it was like a drain the swamp sort of themed mm. thing. Um, and then once I found out it was a ghillie suit that you could just buy, like, all together. Yeah, this isn't a DIY look. You can just buy a ghillie suit. Yeah. Uh, Boot up. I don't think I like it. Um, but it's all right. Nah, well, it's just a little kick in the bum. And finally. Finally. We've got what I can only describe as uh, Eagle Man. Lucy, you wanna you wanna tackle this one? Um, this is a a good one. It is <laughs> sure is the Captain America of our time. Uh huh. Um, I feel like the Captain America of our time was just Captain America. <laughs> How would you describe this Eagle Boy? All right, Eagle Boy. Um, Eagle Man. He looks definitely like a man. Uh, so he's in suit and tie. Half of the suit is red and white stripes half of it is <laughs> white and blue f stars <laughs> amazing <laughs> lucy, lucy like, is struggling to describe the american flag right now <laughs> almost like an american flag almost like um <laughs> wearing a bald eagle cap over his entire face 
so he's so what we would call like a halloween mask yeah yeah um i feel like i'm like too drunk for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> keep going keep going we're almost done we're almost done unable to form sentences anymore <laughs> just cut this just cut the eagle man segment out all right fuck the eagle man <laughs> it would have been a toot though <sighs> all right folks we've got the rundown we've got the goss on uh and every uh, every one of these uh, eclectic beautiful characters um and yeah i think uh i think we had overall more toots than boots there was some good looks to be honest there's some good looks um there's some bad looks a lot of average looks but but uh yeah i think that's gonna about wrap it up uh for this uh for this beautiful episode of mosquitoes happy um lucy thank you so much for being our fashion correspondent um thanks for having me absolutely Um, yeah (laughs) cool can i just ask your followers to please follow our chain punk egg punk meme account it's a really good account um it's all about chain punks and egg punks um if you don't know what that is follow the account follow the account you'll understand there'll be infographics is there anything else uh you wanna you wanna plug on the show that's it it's a lie. Um, you can find uh, you can find out more about Lucy at lucydickinson.net. <laughs> Is it net? Yeah, it's yeah. net. <laughs> um, also, follow on her Insta. Uh, buy her cool ass hand painted shirts at uh, uh, six foot six uh, ft dot germ. Um, and also. Uh, right into mosquitoes are happy at gmail.com if you've got any questions comments concerns we will read them on the air uh, fucking do it cool have a good night you too bye bye <laughs> <laughs>